no, 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 no. Copyright infringement. Even that film. <laughs> hey guys, and welcome to the That's Pure Rank podcast. Um, a podcast about Scottish movies by myself, Ryan, and my partner, Sarah. Partner. Howdy, partner. <laughs> <laughs> Wife. Yes. Wife. And partner. Wife, partner. Right. You're making it sound like... <laughs> I'm not going to get a lot of hate letters. <laughs> hate email. But you make me sound like a lesbian couple. <laughs> Life partner. Good start. <laughs> we can edit this. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so we're just uh, basically decided to do a wee podcast on Scottish movies. We watch quite a lot of Outlander. Um, and then the other day, uh, The Outlaw King hit Netflix. So we decided to do a wee podcast together, didn't we? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Yeah. <laughs> Good input, <Sarah. laughs> So, yeah, um, we're going to try and do this as much as possible. We'll maybe come up with some sort of wee schedule and try and do a podcast um, every now and then but we've got a list of Scottish movies that we're going to work through we're also going to try and do a Outlander podcast as well mm-hmm. um, attempt to do that at the same time um, Jamie Fraser <laughs> Sarah's going to have a lot of insightful input <laughs> as you can tell <laughs> uh, so yeah we're pretty much that's all we're going to do is we're going to go through Scottish movies um, talk about the things we like and don't like about them and come to some sort of conclusion about what we feel about them. We're going to pure rank them. Yes, we, we are. <laughs> you don't need to that close to the microphone. <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, if anyone is listening from not of these shores, you may not be aware, but that's pure rank is a Scottish saying, to an extent. It means... That's minging or disgusting or smelly. But the films that we're talking about aren't necessarily rank or smelly or rotten. They're just, it's just a play on words. Yep. So we've um, got a list of 15 15 films, I think, we're going to go through. Is that right? It's running about that, isn't it? Yeah. Around about 15 films that we're going to go through. Um, We hope you enjoy listening to our... Input. Ramblings. <laughs> yes, ramblings. Talking about various things and hopefully just... Havering. Aye, having a laugh at stuff. Are you wanting to list the movies just now or do you want to just go week by week we'll just see? Yeah, we'll, we'll keep the audience... In suspense. Yeah, in suspense. On the edge of their seat. We'll announce at the end of the episode what we're doing yeah. for the next episode, so... Um, but we've alluded to what this one's going to be about already. We um, watched The Outlaw King the other, uh, last night on Netflix. It just hit a few days ago on the 9th of November. So we're going to have a wee chat about that and see what you think about it. Uh, hopefully you've seen it. If you've not, for anyone who may or may not be listening, this is spoiler um, territory, so... 
please make sure that you've seen the film, and if you haven't, it's on your head. If you get the fuck out of here, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what she says. So, with that all said and done, Sarah, do you want to get the ball rolling? Yeah, I've written my notes. The first thing is Chris Pine and a wheel apart. <laughs> I, I didn't really like Chris Pine before. Like I've never really thought of him as a sexual being. <laughs> but um, I'm not, no, the penis, the penis scene didn't sway me. I just thought he looked like quite fit in this. <laughs> got me sausage. I don't know. I never saw it. I turned I away. He got quite a lot of bush though. Does he? Yeah. Maybe he was trying to get his bush in character. Listen <laughs> <laughs> to Sarah just before we started this as well on IMDb. There's a wee. Um, link that says why does everyone want to talk about Chris Pine's penis and that's what we're talking about straight away so apparently it's I a don't, popular topic I don't want to talk about his penis I liked his mullet <laughs> I like his penis mullet <laughs> <laughs> anyway well talk about that then so that's kind of some of my first points was about Chris Pine so the accent but this applies more broadly I think to most of the characters um, the accent um, and his hair, his hair bothered me. I liked, I liked the accent. I thought it was pretty good. Um, it was better than that other guy for Kickass, mm-hmm. Aaron J something, Aaron T J. <laughs> Taylor Johnson. <laughs> I'm good with names. Yeah, uh, yeah. Chris Pine's was pretty good, but there was the odd time that we spoke about this during the film that he was rolling his R's a bit too much or. I don't know, going a bit okay the new and all that type of stuff. Yeah, maybe to the less trained ear. Yeah, I think that's the thing, probably to like Americans and anybody else really, it doesn't sound that bad, but to... Have you seen a bit of Americans, Ryan? <laughs> they don't speak a <laughs> <their> language. <laughs> yes, they do! <laughs> no, they don't. Um. So yeah, that was um, my first points was the accent. So his accent wasn't the worst, but I don't know how many people actually had that was Scottish playing Scottish characters. But there wasn't many. We had um, him playing Robert the Bruce, Aaron Taylor Johnson playing the other guy. Douglas. Uh, aye, James Douglas was it. Um, we also had. I can't remember his name now. Um, an Irish guy, though, playing like his best pal, his bestie. Um, and he was trying to be Scottish, but he's one of these ones where he's Scottish trying to be an Irish. Or Is that the guy Irish. from Isla? Aye. Aye, so he like he was maybe trying to be a bit Shetland or a bit Orkney. Aye, so some of the accents were hit and miss, I think, by and large. But they weren't the worst. Aaron Taylor Johnson at times was, I felt, I could hear American coming out of him. I've got no idea what he was doing. Sometimes he sounded a bit Irish, sometimes he sounded a wee bit Welsh. Yeah, it was a wee bit all over the place. Um, so yeah, the accent I think it was a, a kind of point that bothered me. And it was hard to, to focus on the film sometimes because of it. So yeah, that was a point. And then as I've said, the hair... I don't know, I didn't, didn't enjoy the mullet. Well, you say you did, but... I am not a fan of the mullet. I don't generally enjoy a mullet, but it pulled off. Okay. 
And those baby blues. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> um, Alright, what else? Um, I've got here the fight scene at the beginning. Quite enjoyed that. Yeah, I did. I thought it was quite good. Between him and... Uh, between Chris Pine and Billy Hill, who was playing Edward, Prince of Wales. <laughs> yeah, it gave a wee bit of exposition into their background between each other and the kind of state of affairs presently. Mm-hmm. It kind of fe- felt like the film kind of picked up almost where Braveheart left off. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a wee bit, like... What's his name? Who played Braveheart? Who <laughs> 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 played Braveheart? <laughs> you mean William Wallace? Yes, that guy. <laughs> Braveheart. <laughs> What's his name? Mel Gibson. Yeah, when Mel Gibson gets taken away by the English and taken to London and he's hung down and quartered, that felt like that, that was going on whilst this was going on, almost. think so. Yeah, it could, it could happen mm. in an alternate universe. <laughs> Maybe it's a shared universe. Maybe. Maybe. Well, that kind of, like, that. what you're saying, that kind of ties in with... Like something I felt was like straight away, I was like, people are going to have issues with this, and it's that whole comparison to Braveheart. Like, it's it's hard to avoid it um, when you talk about like Scottish history, and um, I feel people are going to be like, I think you were even kind of a wee bit like it, like when with the prince, you're like, is that the wee kind of pansy prince for Braveheart? Because in, he play, he's like a different character in Braveheart, really. Yeah, he's a wee bit kind of mincy and a wee bit um, oh. feminine. It's it's, it's it's accurate to say he's a gay boy. Oh, you're going to get some serious hate mail, Ryan. But he's, yeah, he's gay, is he not? I don't know, I don't know who was actually hey. gay. That's something we'd need to ask your him good friend Robbo, the historian. Him and Philip, and it were long chance that they chuck him at a windy for nothing. <laughs> Yeah, in Braveheart you could see he was a big rager, but yeah, in this one it felt like he had just daddy issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were your thoughts? Um, yeah, so that that was something, as I say, I, straight away I was like, people are not going to relate to this, or not not so much, so not relate to it, but people are not going to, they're going to be confused, I think. Again, anybody who's not Scottish, and probably even some Scottish people, because not... A lot of Scottish people probably know that the the real history and know how much a brave art was wrong. So I feel like a lot of people will be like, Well this isn't right but it's probably more accurate. Yeah, um Braveheart I know we keep going back to Braveheart and we're not talking about Braveheart, but Braveheart made me not like Robert the Bruce. Mm-hmm. The way that that actor or the way he was meant to be portrayed in that film made him seem quite cowardly and England's bitch, really, and I didn't, I didn't like him. Yeah, and I think that's the way you're supposed to feel about him because of the whole betrayal and he's been led along by his dad and all the rest of it. Yeah. So I think you're supposed to feel that, and you're supposed to. But then th- this film, The Outlaw King, made me go a complete like one eighty, and I really, really enjoyed the portrayal of Robert the Bruce in this. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. That this is obviously trying to do. It's trying to win you over straight away because they know that they're going to probably have that hanging over them. It's 
it's like anything. Like it's like if somebody was to go and try and do Lord of the Rings again, you're going to have that comparison with the Lord of the Rings. Like it's like the Hobbit films, they constantly compared to them. So I think it's the same type of thing. Going on what you were saying as well about the fight scene. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but it was like one long shot this start. Like was it? Yeah, like the, if it was, it was cut very well so that you couldn't really see the breaks. But it was like pretty much one one long shot from when you see Bruce and Common pledging fealty to the King of England, and then from that point onwards, it's like one long shot where they go outside, they have the wee conversation, their fight, and then the dad shouts the boy back in, the prince. And the camera follows him in, and then he has a wee talk and all the rest of it, and then they come back out. You tease it! <laughs> what? Just the way you said he shouts on the boy. Right. <laughs> you just made me think of like, when you're out playing in the street with your pals, and your, your dad shouts in and goes, You tease it! <laughs> My dad never said that. <laughs> You're doing us out. <laughs> Your supper's out! <laughs> Dearest daughter. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But I don't know if you noticed then as well, something that I like didn't enjoy about that scene was it kind of set early on the kind of production levels of this. So you could tell, I thought it was quite obvious that a lot of the background was CG. Yeah. And it was a bit, I think they were riding horses or something and you could see around somebody's hair, like it was like that thing. You could see it was clearly like a halo. Yeah, like it, it didn't look right. I felt that when <clears throat> just after the fight scene, when they all came out from the tent, and you could see Stirling Castle in the background with the giant catapult thing built there, and they were like ready to just destroy Stirling Castle as a kind of sign of this rebellion is over and you will be submissive to us sort of thing and it irked me, it really it hurt me <laughs> it hurt me to watch it did do you not think Longshanks was a lot more likeable in this like again in Braveheart they make him out to be a tyrant yeah like he's an absolute dick but in this like he's respectable and you get the feeling that he's the one he commands everybody's respect he was funny uh, what did he say? he made a wee joke when um, Aaron T. Johnson <laughs> turned up and he was like, I want Milan back! <laughs> I want Milan back! And he was like, I know your name, never again do I want to hear the name Douglas. Royal decree! <laughs> never again shall anybody utter the name Johnston in my presence. <laughs> and everybody was like, oh. <laughs> Um... Yeah, I thought Longshanks was actually quite good in this film. I liked him. Yeah, yeah. Stannis Bar- Baratheon, for anybody who... Was it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Stannis. Oh, that's interesting to know <laughs> that. If, if I think it felt very Stannis-like, because Stannis is like that in Game of Thrones as well. He's very cold and... Um, Standoffish. I can't think of the right words, but yeah. We'll go with that. Anything else you want to talk about in the beginning scenes? No. Okay. So, let's discuss the fact that the English are douchebags. Oh my <laughs> god. This next, the next thing I've got written down is fucking English. <laughs> <laughs> it was a scene when um, Chris Prime, Chris Prime, 
Robert the Bruce is collecting the rent from people and then the English turn up and they start like kicking people and punching <laughs> babies and <laughs> burning dogs and I'm just like <laughs> fucking English I just thought to myself oh, I really I really hate them <laughs> I don't really in real life hate them but films like this get me really riled up <laughs> yeah they've done everything they could to to make them out to be like big time assholes like as you say, they were going around and giving people sick burns and all that type of stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah they they were laying on a wee bit heavy. I thought with the whole England are uh, the bad guys type thing. Because I'm sure there's at that time there was at least one decent person in England, but there was nothing that came across to give that impression really, apart from the princess slash queen. The next thing I've got written down is poor horses. I always feel like when they use horses in these kind of films, I'm a horse lover if anybody is listening. Um, I always think when they use horses in films that they're trained so well and then like they have to kick them and push them over and pretend like they're dead or injured. There was one scene where it's like belly gets slight stolen and you could see all the innards and mm-hmm. the horse had fell over and I just thought, oh, what a clever horse. Anyway... <laughs> Shout out to horses everywhere. <laughs> um, then obviously we got um, Bruce's dad died, and that was like the kind of that. Or I think that happened just before, like what you were talking about with um, with the kind of introduction of English. But Bruce's father had yeah, died, and that was like the most Disney death ever. It was just yeah. like sitting having his dinner or something, and then just went. I fear I've made a grave mistake <laughs> trusting him. <laughs> yeah. That was the end. I've seen people die in real life, and it's not—it's not that peaceful. Yeah, and this film, everybody's got a way of dying with like a kind of important message before they go. Because <laughs> Longshanks does the same, does he know? Like, I'm sure he says something to his son about, "I could—I never thought I could see you lead or something generally along those lines." And like, we can dig at him before he dies, and then he—that's him dead straight away. And it was the same way, like. Robert Bruce's dad. I keep wanting to say William Wallace's dad. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, so that's the kind of the thing that kicks it off because then Bruce takes over or takes over his land, and we go on from there. Um, that actually reminds me of something as well. I didn't like. We get it once in the film at the start that it says. It tells you where you are and what time it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I don't think you ever see anything again. No. And I found that really hard to to deal with in terms of knowing what was happening when and how much time had passed between things. Like, yeah. it was... A lot of the time I was like... Like, when you see a, a relationship developing between Bruce and... Um, his wife. His missus, it's... You, you're like, how? That seems like quite a quick turnaround, but I don't know if it's been a bit of time and like that kind of movie cliche thing where they wear each other down and eventually get it on, but yeah, I don't know why. Wow, wow. I feel like I couldn't judge time really that well. Yeah, I, I part of the way through it, I kind of googled when Robert the Bruce died because I thought we might have seen him die in this, and I thought, well. 
that'll give me an indication of the length of time between it starting and him dying, but spoiler, he doesn't die. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, not in the film. Well, yeah, yeah. He's not still alive. Maybe, maybe on an alien male. Indestructible <laughs> Robert the Bruce. Freedom! <laughs> Wrong film. <laughs> so then obviously we get the introduction of the, his future queen, so they've done a deal to um, s- settle things down and Bruce gets married to some lord's daughter or something like that. It's... it's I keep wanting to say Crookshanks. What's his name? Longshanks' goddaughter. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. So they get married. Um, he doesn't pump her. doesn't pump her straight away. Yeah, I think she was a wee bit kind of like, oh, I don't want this to happen when he was a perfect gentleman. I think she was secretly gagging because she was like a wee bit gutted, I think, when he was so. away to bed. And she was like, mm, all right. <laughs> that's it then. So, um, and then I've also got that he gave her a wheat. So he gives her a, a thistle as his flower. It's a beautiful Scottish flower. It's a weed. You could have picked Is it? a really nice flower. Oh, flower of Scotland? Yeah, it's Scotland's flower, but it's a weed. Google that. I've go- I googled it. Did you? I googled it. Did you? Yeah. What's its Latin name? I don't know. <laughs> Thistleus Maximus. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't like that. Um... I think my next things I've got written down are more questions that I wanted to do research prior to recording this, but I have not had the moment to do so. Try it. So, Dad, leper. He was a leper in Braveheart, was he not? Yeah, I think it may have been, but I don't know. Again, I, I can't remember enough about my Scottish history to know how true that was. Okay. Next thing, what is the dragon banner? Was that a real thing, or is that just part of the movie? I think it was a real thing, but I don't know for sure. A bit of context. The dragon banner was raised in the Outlaw King when the son went back to Crookshanks. Crookshanks? The son went back to Longshanks and said, I shall raise the dragon banner and uh, all chivalry was dropped between England and Scotland. And Prince Edward? Yeah? Yeah rode back to Scotland with his army waving this banner with a dragon on it. I don't quite understand the meaning. What, of the dragon banner? Yeah. But is it not? I don't know if it's just like St George. I don't know if it's to, supposed to be that whole thing. But it was meant to be like menacing. Mm. And everybody was like, ooh, the dragon banner. <laughs> ooh, that's, that's scary. No? Mm. Yeah, but it didn't work for me. I what, the whole yeah, I, I thought it was just a wee bit cheesy and I didn't like it, but again, it's, I think it probably is an actual real thing. So. We're doing well with our fact finding here. I'm enjoying it. I know, yeah, not not the greatest, is it? Uh, the next thing I've got down is wedding rings. When did people start wearing wedding rings? I noticed that Robert the Bruce was wearing one. Obviously, after they get married to oh, what was her name? Do you want to say Marjorie? But that was his daughter. No, I can't remember. Anyway. 
when he, after they get married, he was wearing a wedding ring and I just wanted to know when people started wearing wedding rings because it seems awful early. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because, again, if we're, if we're going for, like, comparing it to Braveheart, they just do the... Handfasting. Yeah. Yeah, but in Braveheart they were doing it secretly in the woods at night. True. Um, what I wanted to talk about, and what I've got down here, see if you remember it exactly, but glove slap. Yeah. What was that? What happened again? I was just like, I just could all I could hear was like Simpsons and the <laughs> Homer's got the glove and he's dueling everybody. It, it's what people used to do back in the day. I, I know. But when did that happen in the film again? I can't remember. It was when they were raising the dragon manor. And oh yeah, he's dad. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. He'd like knighted them or whatever and he was like, smash. <laughs> Smacked him in the face with gloves and you like let an audible lull. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, that's all I could hear was the glove slap song from The Simpsons. Um, I've also got, I think it was probably around about the same kind of time... Aaron Taylor Johnson's character was a bit too intense. So I think maybe we had a. Oh no, it was a bit when um, Bruce was riding somewhere. Uh, I think probably to gather men. And um, Aaron Taylor Johnson's character, James Douglas or whatever, appears in the middle of the road and he starts charging towards him. But he's got like pure wild eyes. And his hair's all a wee bit wild and he marches all the way right up to them and then stops and everybody thinks there's going to be a fight except for the audience and then he kneels down and puts his sword on the ground and I was like you're just a bit a wee bit too intense and again I think you maybe mentioned it that he's like the Irish guy for Braveheart like that's what yeah he looked like he was going to have a heart attack at any moment <laughs> he was just absolutely and was supposed to be mad that he wasn't getting his land back and he hated the English and wanted to use revenge, but take a chill pill. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, the next thing I've got written down was the rain of fire scene. Yeah. Uh, that was when the Scottish army led by... Was he coordinated at this point in the film? Was he the king at this point in the film? Hey, Bruce? Yeah. Yeah, he just literally just being crowned. Right, yeah. He met... The guy. The guy. Uh-huh. He met the English on the way oh, yeah, to... Like the general or whatever, or the lord. Uh-huh. And he was like, I will fight you now. And he was like, well, it's a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so... So I'll fight you tomorrow. And they were like, right, cool. Shook hands, went their separate ways. And the Scottish went camping in the woods. And everybody was doing that Disney thing where they were all singing and dancing and making merry the night before a battle. And it was all very clean and fun. And then all of a sudden, this rain of fiery arrows comes down upon them. And it's the English going back on their word as usual. (laughs) Bloody English. Dick move. <laughs> I like that scene. I, I thought it was great, and it was something I wrote down as being something that I really enjoyed. Yeah. However, the only part I didn't enjoy about it was Chris Pine's like sixth sense of when there was going to be arrows coming his way. Because any time he raised his shield, 
there happened to be arrows raining down upon him, thinking, no, like, if there's fire arrows coming down like that, you're just walking about with that shield up all the time. You're not just, like, doing... putting your hand up just any time there's anything good on. That bothered me. For anybody who didn't know what means, <laughs> it's he raised his arm above him with the shield on high. Yeah. Yes. Gidgeon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've just wrote down that it was very effective. I really liked it. Yeah, it was a good scene. I, I did enjoy it. Took out the majority of the Scottish army. Well, it rattled them and then they came in for a charge after that. Mm-hmm. But, again, I, I, couldn't, I don't know how accurate that tactic was back in the day, but I feel like firing arrows into the woods isn't that effective. But, I could be wrong. Trees. But in Scotland, I suppose the trees are all going to be really wet. Yeah, we're not going to like <laughs> we're not, <laughs> not going insta- to instantly ignite as soon as a, a fire tree a fire arrow hits it. So a very dry, wet tree. <laughs> cool. Um, I've also got. I think it was around about the same type of time, the same kind of time. Uh, Robert the Bruce was built. Like he had stacked some serious abs going on. Who knew? And um, the sex scenes have got nothing on Outlander. It was a quick pump and that was it. Yeah, I've got down here, sex scene works fast, lol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a quick, you saw some quick bum thrusting and that was it really, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't really, there was a bit of an angle issue for me. I didn't really need <laughs> to see that far up Chris Payne's asshole. Oh, I think actually, you know, you say that, I think... Uh, that's mentioned on the Empire podcast that I think Chris Hewitt said that that you can see a bit too much of yeah. <laughs> Chris Pine but I, no, I, I wasn't looking that deep to be honest so yeah um, I never really noticed that but yeah if that was an Outlander like that scene would be stretched to 20 minutes or something yeah uh, and also we should have like a perfectly shaved bottom I didn't need to see all that hair it was accurate accurate to the time Right, <clears throat> moving on to my dislikes, unless you've got any other likes that you like. Yeah, so, I'm kind of talking about the same stuff with like the fire arrows and that, but the I thought the action was really good. Um, it was pretty brutal, like they didn't really hold back too much on showing you some people getting like bits of them cut off or heads split open or anything like that, like it was pretty gory, some of this stuff, so I really enjoyed that, I thought it was quite good. Um, not kind of PG friendly well, Braveheart wasn't PG I don't know what rating it would have been but there was a lot of blood in Braveheart I suppose but I felt like this was better action we got from it mm-hmm. you good? Uh, yeah uh, we got a Wilhelm scream we did Yeah. can't remember when but we did for anyone who doesn't know um it's some a sound that you'll know, you'll know you know it, but you don't know you know it. It's in every film ever Pr- made. Pretty much. <laughs> if anyone ever falls, trips, spills water over themselves, anything, you'll get a Wilhelm scream. So, if you don't know what it is, you really shouldn't be listening to a movie podcast. Yeah, like YouTube it, and you'll know it. It's in every film, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. So, I've that. We've done the good. Moving on to the bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have. I didn't enjoy the pace of this film. I felt like it was really rushed. I didn't get time to 
digest what had just happened before the next big high impact action scene came and I, I didn't enjoy that um, yeah I, I kind of agree I feel like it was a wee bit all over the place um, there was bits like, I liked that there was a decent amount of action in it but yeah I, I feel like maybe the second half of the film was a bit more rushed than the first half really I feel like the first half set everything up quite well mm-hmm. but then the second half yeah it just all things just started to happen and again for me that I think that could be to do with not knowing when in time we are mm-hmm. I felt like I think I said this to you that this could have been a TV series mm-hmm. I actually thought it was a TV series until you corrected me before we watched it um, I think the story could have been played out better and we could have got more information on a TV series than we did in a film. Yeah, probably. It could it could have been something that would have been better done that way. And, and the quality felt TV series-ish yeah. and less movie-esque. Yeah, like, it, there wasn't anything quality-wise there that was really that different from uh, Outlander. Outlander's probably better quality because everything they use is real really isn't it there's not there's not too much they use it's CG I just couldn't tell you yeah that's, that's that means it's good then because there's probably like hundreds of C- CG buildings a lot of the buildings in Outlander are CG because a lot of them they show as ruins or currently in use buildings but are actual ruins in real life mm-hmm. we've got a usual Rundown of Scottish buildings being played off as elsewhere as well as we get in Outlander. So we had Dune Castle was I can't remember what castle that was supposed to be, but it was supposed to be elsewhere. And then we got um, what was it? Uh, castle Black. No, what uni was it? Oh, Glasgow Uni. Ah, it was supposed to be somewhere in England, like Westminster or something. I don't know, but somewhere down there. So we got a usual run through of Scottish locations being used elsewhere. Pretty much then the film kind of ends with the uh, uh, Battle of Loudon Hill, uh, where we get those kind of hints, and um, it's alluded to about the spider's web, which is like a Robert the Bruce thing. I can't remember the full story of that, so sorry I can't fill, fill you in on it, but there is a, a mention, or you see a picture of like a, a spider's web, and from what I understand, or what I remember is... Robert Bruce goes into a cave and sees this web and I don't know if he has a vision or something but he comes up with the idea of how to win this battle at Loudon Hill to kind of turn the tide against it the English. It's a spider's web, what do you I can't remember. It's why like, if you've got a £20 note there's a wee spider's web on it I'm sure and that's okay. to do with Robert the Bruce. Okay. Pretty sure that is citation needed. but um, yeah. I feel like this is what we should do before we record is do some Research. Probably, but not going to happen. Um, so yeah, so we obviously get the setup of we've got bogs on the flanks and we've got sticks at the front. So they lure them in, kill the English. Of course, English being the English bastards that they are, they're arrogant and charge ahead and fall into all the traps and get battered. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the end again. I don't feel that this was an accurate end, but the... I've got that down too. I did not like the ending. Yeah, the the final showdown between Bruce and the Prince. 
I was like, uh, oh, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I didn't like that at all. Because um, I think I th- it's meant to like take you back to the start with the fight between them. Uh, yeah, I get and how things have changed. No, I get that, but I don't buy into that being real. Like, no, it probably isn't, but it's for the movie purposes. I know, but I didn't enjoy. It. I would have just liked the battle to end the way it ended, and that's it. I get that there probably wouldn't have been a resolution between the Bruce and the Prince. What? I can just hear him in my head going, "Help!" Right. <laughs> 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 I feel like this was said to you, and it was not twenty minutes ago in the film. Did Robert the Bruce tell Wally's army that? Prince Edward was the most dangerous enemy of all and then when it came to time to chop off his head he let him go and run over a hill shouting help me help it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. another wee bit when you're doing the run away <laughs> yeah it was when they were tr- like trying to lure them into the um, trap <laughs> they were standing in front of the spikes we dug out with the spikes in it and I didn't know that that's what had happened and I just thought they were running away <laughs> and I was just going oh Run away! Run away! <laughs> Monty Python has got a lot to answer for. <laughs> so what did you not like at the end? Oh, God. I did not like when the Queen was getting brought back to Robert the Bruce at the end in the, the carriage, and the carriage stops in the middle of a beach. <laughs> Why? And she gets out, and she sees Robert charging towards her in the distance, and it's made to be all very cinematic and beautiful and dramatic. And the hug and stuff, and then all of a sudden he produces the weed or the flower. What is it? A thistle. It brings out the thistle and they go, ah! <laughs> about it. And I just thought, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bit, like, I had, like, it's one of those ones, like, I think it's probably just because I watch so many films, I just accept these scenes now, but, like, the bit you're talking about with um, when she gets out of the carriage and she's like going to meet Bruce and you're thinking oh good they're going to get together and then you see the camera pans to Bruce and he's like 300 metres away and you're like what a dick move driver like <laughs> take me up the beach yeah take me to the castle <laughs> don't you know I'm the queen and why are they going by beach as well sure that's the worst place you can go with a carriage yeah especially in the wet sand yeah Anyway, so yeah, I didn't like the ending for those reasons. I thought it was a wee bit um, of a cop-out, almost. It felt like we were saying with the whole, it's rushed mm-hmm. sort of thing. Because last we saw of the Queen, she was hanging from a cage over the sea, over the side of the castle in England, and all of a sudden then she's on a beach in Scotland, laughing about a thistle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Really got you, didn't it? Yeah, it really did. <laughs> Alright, so that's um, our overall thoughts and points of the movie. Uh, we you got a, a rating at all? Yes. Are we going to rank it? Yeah. Oh, 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 I like what you did there. Alright, let's rank it. You go. Um, so I am going to rank it. I'm going to pure rank it. Uh, Three and a half out of five. So we're going to do a rankings out of five. We're apparently allowing half marks. So yeah, maybe flexible. So three and a half, I would give it for my pure ranking. Oh, I think you said four last night. 
Yeah, because I didn't know we were doing half rankings. That bullshittery. <laughs> well, I said three and a half. Copied me. No, I think I did it first. Yeah, three and a half. I did enjoy it for the most part. There was just a few things that irked me or I didn't know enough about, but that's probably my own feeling. And then the ending, just no. No. Must do better. <laughs> yeah, it was fine for what it was. like a, a Netflix film. A Netflix film. I don't know what... Was the... it made purely for Netflix? Like that was yeah. its... Right, okay. It's made by Netflix. Oh, is it? Yeah. So, I don't know what the budget on the movie was. I'll try and find out, but, um, yeah, for, for what it was, it was a good movie. Um, stirred up old feelings that I had as a kid of hating English and wanting to go and fight them, so there's always that. Give us that. And, yeah, it wasn't as bad as what I thought it was potentially what it could be like it's, it's not the same type of film but think of um, Snow White the second one uh, The Huntsman Winter's War or whatever it was called and Jessica Chastain as no. much as no, no. as much as That's I love her a whole her, other level yeah, as much that as I, is the worst <laughs> of the worst like we could have got accents as bad as that but we didn't we didn't quite so your accent's pure terrible <laughs> Uh, so yeah uh, anything else you want to say nope Okay. well thanks very much for listening if you did listen uh, we are going to try and come back and do this again if we can do um, probably if you do listen to us the next time you hear us we'll be doing a Outlander podcast maybe Maybe. not quite sure um, the next film that we are going to rank rank is um Braveheart. Shocker. Because we didn't talk about it enough today. <laughs> yes, the second part of our Braveheart um, review, ranking, I mean. Uh, so, yeah, the, that's what we'll be doing next. If you wish to join us, please come along. We'll try and... We've got a, a Twitter page, which is... That's pure... Rank. Dot com slash net forward slash org <laughs> um, and we've got an Instagram page as well of the same name so follow us a name um, and please come back please. please and then eventually in the future give us money yeah that would be nice I will be your friend I will not be your friend oh. ok say bye 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 <laughs>